What's up, everyone, and welcome back to another edition of Riding the Pine. Jack Rodnauer back with you all today, and as always, we've got another amazing episode in store for everyone at home, but before I get into all of that, let's take a little dive into the last episode. I was joined by a great guest coming from the college basketball world, current Detroit Mercy men's basketball player, A.J. Oliver. A.J. and I got into his career starting out at Clemson and what went into his decision to eventually transfer to Old Dominion and then eventually to Detroit Mercy, his season this year with Detroit Mercy, and what it's been like playing with the second all-time leading scorer in NCAA history in Antoine Davis and so much more. So if you want to hear about AJ's incredible career in basketball, go check out episode 282 and all 282 episodes that are out now on all podcast platforms. Now, getting into today, we're going to be joined by another fantastic guest coming from the college basketball world who's also been off to a great start in his career, current Wagner men's basketball player, Delani Hunt. Delani and I get into his careers discussing what it was like first coming to Wagner, but also also, in the midst of the pandemic and being a freshman during the COVID season, what it was like being named NEC Rookie of the Year and what it was like to be around so much winning, not only during his high school days, but also during his college days and so much more. So if you want to hear about Wagner men's basketball and about Delani's career, don't go anywhere because here comes Delani Hunt. So with that, folks, let's make our way into our show for today. So as always, be sure to find your favorite seat here on the bench with me. Sit back, relax and enjoy the show. And I'm here with current Wagner men's basketball player, Delani Hunt. Delani, wonderful to get you on the show today, my friend. How's it going? Uh, Doing well. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you for having me. Absolutely, my friend. Well, hey, the pleasure is all mine. I appreciate you taking a little bit of time. I know that probably very busy right now, school, basketball, and especially with conference play picking up and whatnot. But I know that your team's been playing really well as of late, winners of the last three. I mean, how has it been just this whole season overall? And, And really, what's been key for the last three games for you guys? Um, well, this season, you know, it's been ups and downs, you know, of course, we started off great with a great win at Temple, you know, then kind of dropped one. We felt like we should have got LaSalle, but, you know, as the season kept going on, we were good. We were confident to come into conference play, you know, above 500. That was our goal. And then as we got into conference play, we got our first one and then we dropped three. So, you know, it was kind of tough just to drop, just to go on a three game losing streak. It was kind of like, all right, we got to We got to pick things up. So, you know, practices got rougher, you know, conversations between guys got a little bit more personal. So I feel like that's what really changed it around. It was like we weren't really locked in on our culture and the way we were playing. We were winning games. But we just we were just winning and it didn't feel like the right way. So it's always it's always been a slogan here. You either win the right way or you lose a certain way. So, you know. I feel like once we tie back into our, our actual culture of really being toughness and not just saying it and actually living up to it, that's what's been carrying our momentum right now. We're just looking to keep it going. Actions speak louder than words, my friend. That's the uh, the old saying that they say. So I think it's great that, you know, especially the fact that you as, as you know, teammates, you guys can challenge each other and nobody's going to be offended and guys will respond. And clearly you guys have responded, right? I mean, a three-game winning streak, clearly something kind of stuck after that conversation that you guys were having. But about that that kind of first initial win of the year against Temple, that had to feel really good for you guys. Again, a, a team that's, I think many consider one of the better mid-major schools in a really good mid-major conference. How did that feel just kind of getting that early season measuring stick to go up against a team like that and get a win? Um, really, it felt amazing because, you know, uh, just dating back to how the environment was, you know, um, not not to be cocky or anything, but it's just like 
we go into every game we play and we don't ever think that we can lose. You know what I'm saying? So it was like, it was like, it was so, it didn't really hit us like who we had beat, who we had, <clears throat> who we were playing against and who we had beat until after the game. It was more so like, we just celebrated our coach, get his first win. We just came down for 15 when the game looked like it was so, it was totally out of sorts. So, you know, definitely thinking about it now, now that it's over, it's just, it's definitely like, all right, we got tempo on our belt, you know, but more so in the moment, it's just like, we got, we got a great group of guys that we have over here. We're confident that we can beat anybody. We play our best basketball. So it just turned out to be that way. And then at the end, like I said, uh, kudos to Temple as they just got a, a great big win against the number one seed. But like I said, man, it's just it's just the confidence that we have within each other. And just that win just meant, meant more to us than it meant about being about playing against them, if that makes sense. You know what I'm saying? So you guys beat Temple. Temple beats... Houston, that means you guys have to play Houston next, right? Uh, yeah, like I said, man, we're not ducking any smoke, you know? Hey, man, that's the that's the mentality you have to have, right? I mean, if you go into a gym and say, you're, I'm, I don't know, we might lose today, you're not going to win, right? I mean, that's the – and I think that's the, that's a great mentality to have. It's the best one to have, really, um, because if you don't, like I said, you're going to get socked in the mouth and you won't be able to get right back up. So I think that is the perfect mentality to have. But I want to get in your career, my friend, um, and I want to start out just what initially led you to Wagner? I mean, what was it about the school, the program that drew you to the school? So um, initially, you know, Wagner, my senior year was kind of a crazy senior year, as you know, being a part of class for 2020, you know. Um, we were actually coming off a Maryland championship, as you mentioned earlier. Um, we were coming off that championship. And then it's a premier tournament that's later in the season. It's um it's in Alhambra, um, in Cumberland, Maryland, up at Albright Call uh, not Albright, I uh, apologize. I forget the college name right now, but it's a it's a tournament where Dematha, Gonzaga, Mount St. Joseph's, you know, it's a bunch of teams and we actually got invited to there. So it was just, it was just in, my, in the back of my mind, you know. I'm gonna be honest, like I'm just thinking, I can go a ten, you know, ACC easily. Yeah, we got, we got more games to get there. But it was just like COVID hit, so actually, I, I think, I think COVID is like a blessing and a tragedy, you know. Rest in peace to everyone, or, you know, just want to send thoughts to everyone that was affected by it. But once COVID came up, it was no more basketball. So it's like now it's, it's the, it's your film, and it's the teams that's already interested in you. Luckily, Wagner was able to come to my last two high school games. And actually, like, really, we built a bond over the, over that time. So it was just like, I'm a big guy. I'm a guy that's big on relationships. You know, I'm not just trying to go somewhere because it's it's a name, or I'm just not just trying to go somewhere and just you know. So I feel like the relationship that I built with Wagner, even though like resources were short, I couldn't come visit. I had to do a Zoom visit, you know, and just just the coaches calling me every day, just showing how much they they really want me and they appreciate me, and just checking in on my family. Everything just seemed so genuine. So it definitely led me here. I felt like it was the best decision I could make. Well, I definitely think that you've you've definitely made a great decision. Uh, I mean, just the 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 product on the court. Obviously, I mean, you've been playing so great during your time at Wagner, and, and again, just hearing you talk about, it, I mean. Clearly, you know, you've got a lot of great things to say about the school. I, I do want to kind of unpack that time of, of your life because for a lot, I mean, like, like you said, for everybody, I mean, it's, you know, life stopped, right? And, you know, you're about to go to college. You're just coming off of winning a state title. And then you've got this pandemic hit. I mean, what was your mindset during that whole period? I mean, were you kind of on a day-to-day basis wondering, you know, what's going to happen next year? Yeah. Um, like I said, they were able to come to my last two high school games. So I knew, like, if anything failed, I knew I got Wagner in my back pocket, you know. It was just me being a little stubborn. Like, it's kind of just thinking I'm, I'm higher, you know. And I wasn't even really thinking about just the best fit. But I feel like once I had those those right talks with my mother and my grandmother, it was just like, 
no, right fit. And I actually had to tell them, it's like, nah, it's okay. Like, I, I, I like it here because it's about fit. It's about somewhere where you can go and not necessarily play right away, but where you become better as a person and, a, and an athlete, you know? So I feel like this place was the right place for that because it teaches you so much all about off the court. Like, everything that we learn on the court, you can apply it to real life. So I feel like that's that was very a very important aspect as to picking here. Well, how challenging was it for you? You know, you come on campus, you know, your, your freshman year. And I mean, I, I, again, I didn't go to Wagner then, but I'm guessing there was not many people on campus. It was probably like ghost town and you're a yeah. freshman new on campus, new on the team, right. Trying to just, you know, get acquainted. Like you said, you're big on relationships, wanting to forge those relationships with guys on your team. I mean, how difficult was that just to get to know your, your, your fellow teammates and, and other guys on your team during that time? It was super difficult because uh, once I, when I first got here, the gym wasn't open. And when I first got down here, I had to quarantine in Jersey because it's a connecting state and I'm from Maryland. So I had to quarantine in Jersey for two weeks before I could actually come on campus. So then when we got to campus, it wasn't like we were straight into workouts or practices or anything. It was still guys trickling in because they're coming from all over. You know, it's hard. It's hard to just quarantine in Jersey for two weeks or anything. When you still find out the rules, is there going to be a season? Um, is this guy going to be able to come back, you know, or anything? So it was, it was kind of tough. Like I said, we're, we're working out on the field for the most part, more, more so than, you know, in the gym. So that part was already hard. You just know, like when you go in the gym, you gotta have a mask on. So it's like, how can I, how can I get quality work? I got a mask on my face. You know, like I'm worried about the mask more than I'm worried about the shots I'm taking, you know? So everything in that, in that corner, it was, it was really tough, you know, but I feel like COVID, why I also say it was a blessing. It brought us as a team closer together. So, like, I never felt like an outsider, even though I was a freshman. Like, I always felt like I was a part of the group, and I don't ever feel like anybody a part of that team was an outsider. Like, we all came closer together. It was about those times where we'll just all go to the mall, we'll just get food together, or we'll just go bowling together, you know? It was, it was about those type times where it's like, all right, it's bigger than basketball. And I think ultimately during that season it led to us getting a regular season championship because we were so connected with each other it wasn't it wasn't about worrying about an individual success or this guy scoring 20 or this guy having a big night or me even getting rookie of the year like those things just kind of flew uh like flowed into place because of how that year we we approached that year well i think it's you know Top, top notch approach by you guys, especially with just the circumstances in that situation of, you know, again, it's, it's uncharted waters for everybody. We don't know what we, back then nobody knew what to do. And right. the fact that you guys were able to, you know, again, fight through that collectively as a whole, as a team. I mean, I think that again, probably made you guys stronger for it. Again, I mean, it clearly showed on the court. You won a regular season championship. You're named NEC rookie of the year. So very just exciting freshman season for you. What did it mean to you to, to win that award and to be named NEC rookie of the year? And then also, how did you find out about that? Was there any kind of unique way that you learned about that? Um, not, I mean, I guess just finding out that you won the award is like uh, alone is unique, you know, but, um, like I said, the award wasn't really like on our minds, you know what I'm saying? Like it's always, of course you always think like, okay, you got NEC rookie of the year, but it's like more so nah, let's just win. Let's keep things going. Like that year we had a 10 game win streak before it was snapped, but it was like, it's like, all right, if you win, everything else falls into place. Like not to just mention me being rookie of the year that year, but Alex Morales got his first player of the year that year. And then also coach Bosch, he was coach of the year. So it was like more so just think about winning and everything to take care of itself. And I think to, 
to get in that award, it was just becoming like it was more maturity that had to be that had to be done. Like I couldn't be a freshman for so long. I had my time to be a freshman throughout those first seven games of the season. And it's like, all right, bro, all right, if you're gonna start for us, it's not about being your freshman excuses out of the window. It's time to actually step up, be a vet, and do what you can do to help your team win. And on the unique side of finding out, it was just like we were all upstairs in the film room, and then that's when everyone just realized it was like we did a clean sweep. You know, Elijah got, uh, Bull got first team. I got player of the year. Coach Bosch got coach of the year. I got rookie of the year. So it was like it was like it was unique to just find out that everyone is flourishing. You know, and it was like it all it was a result of winning. It wasn't like oh he set out to be coach of the year or he set out to be first team or he set out to be player of the year. It was nothing like that. It was like, no, let's win. Let's turn around what we what happened in the past year and let's keep going. So how is, as you as a, you know, an older veteran, a guy that's now been on the team for the last few years and, and again has now been around a lot of winning, even back to your days in high school, how do you try to, you know, establish that and, and really instill that ideology into some of the younger guys that keep coming onto the team, you know, each and every single season? Well, first, it's it's not easy because you got to you got to make everyone realize that it's hard to win. Like it's super hard to win, like especially it doesn't matter who you're playing. Like, of course, people have bad records around. People have mediocre records. Like it doesn't matter who you're playing. It's super hard to win the game of basketball, especially at this level. So it's more so like you can kind of tell them you can kind of, you know, fill it out for them, describe it, tell them what you went through. But it's like like I feel like. One thing that helped us go on this three-game win streak is the three-game losing streak that we were on before, you know? Like like I said, you can always tell them, but, like, the young guys that we have, they they realized it. They saw what it was. They knew what those practices would be like. So it's like, okay, you got a taste of what losing actually is. So, like, if you really want to win, you got to do twice as much harder than what you do after you lose. So it's like once that once that kind of – people recognize that in their brains, it's like, all right, we got to flip a different switch. It's like – we should have been on that switch earlier, but it's like, like I said, you got to go through those type things in order to understand them. And I feel like even though that three game losing streak would kind of like, you know, people kind of say it hurt us. I feel like it have, it's better that it happened early so we can kind of figure things out and now get rolling. So you, I feel like we can't get complacent of where we are now on a three game win streak. I feel like we got to keep going. But also at the back of our minds, we got to realize how we felt after that losing. You know, it's like losing brings the, like, especially here, it's just like a culture thing. Like losing isn't accepted. Like if you lose, you you better be ready the next day. Cause like it ain't coming into practice. Like, oh, we're all good guys. We get the next one. No, we still think about the one we just let slip. Even when, even at out of conference. So that's always, that's, that's been a thing here. It's like, it's just wrapped around our culture. It's just like realize losing, losing is, is an option. And of course, like we said, you can lose a certain way, but we're going to try everything we can to prevent losing. And I think that's, you know, again, another fantastic way to go about it, especially, you know, again, when you've been around so much winning yourself and you can really you've walked the walk. Now you can talk the talk, right? You can share with those freshmen, those sophomores, you know, guys that are transferring in even that are not accustomed to that type of, you know, message in a program that is really all about winning. And and again, I think that is great that you guys are able to kind of pass that message along to other guys that are younger, that are coming up through the program. I mean, how much have you seen this freshman group grow and kind of really buy into that belief? Uh, it's been a lot. I mean, just just knowing how they first came in the first day, the first meeting we had, what we resulted off of that. I just, they've definitely grown a lot. But one thing about here, we're never satisfied. Like three games, we're not satisfied with that. Like, 
we're not satisfied about their growth now. It's about you continue to grow, you continue to grow. Cause now guys are getting more, more minutes and more chances. And it's about like, we're not just tossing you out there just to toss you out there. We're tossing you out there because we think you can help us win. So it's just about the steady growth. Like, yeah, you congratulate them when you see them. Like, like all right, I, 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 I like what you're doing. I like, I like the road that you're on, but it's also like, I, right, hey, don't get comfortable. Keep going. You know what I'm saying? So it's just more so it's about complacency. We can't, we can never, we can never be satisfied where we're at. We got to always expect more. But also, I think it is important that we do highlight when someone's changing or highlight when someone's turning that corner because that's the extra confidence. And it also tells how much we are together when you could just tell someone like that, especially because the culture that we have around here, like when, when we say we're together, it means like I can yell at I can yell at somebody on my team and I know they're not going to try to get in a screaming badge with me. They're going to be like, all right, I got you. And now they're going to be on me whenever I mess up. And they're going, all right, I got you. It's reciprocated the same way. And as long as we can talk to each other that way, it's because we can also talk to each other when we're doing something right. So I think that's a big factor in it as well. Well, you bring up a great point about the comfort kind of, you know, breeding complacency, if you will, right? I mean, I think they're, you know, it's kind of a direct result. If you're too comfortable, you'll become complacent. So I think that that constant hunger is exactly what, you know, especially a young a young player that is, you know, freshman, sophomore, I'm sure at times it might remind you of how you were as a freshman, kind of new to everything. And obviously different set of circumstances for you with, you know, COVID and whatnot. And these guys this year, not so much, but still, you know, it's still all the kind of the same thing. You're still new to it and you're still young and you're still not quite experienced like the other guys on your team are. But I know you mentioned that the three game winning streak still going on strong right now. You've got a little bit of a challenging road ahead, though. A couple big road games coming down the pipe pipeline. How do you plan or how does this group kind of stay focused and stay locked in when you're going into enemy territory on a nightly basis? Well, one thing Coach has been emphasizing right now is we win the game in practice. So that's how we prepare for each other. It's like we can't come in and have two lackadaisical practices before we play a big opponent. It's like we can't expect to go in there and just win that game when we didn't prepare the right way. So basically, we can't just we can't just skip the games or look over opponents because in conference anything can happen. So as long as we prepare the right way and we lock in and practice, we give ourselves a chance in the game. Well, I I do have to ask because again, just I can tell that over time you have definitely you know kind of acquired a lot of this knowledge during your time at Wagner, and so I want to ask you just. At what point did things kind of start to click for you and you really started to kind of buy into, you know, what Wagner was kind of preaching to you? And and again, I mean, especially with just how you look at some of the freshman guys and at first maybe they they aren't completely sold on and then they finally buy into it. At what point did that kind of happen for you? Um, honestly, I would have to say freshman year uh, after. So freshman year. We played one out-of-conference game, and it was Seton Hall. And then we had three series before we actually went on our big road trip. Um, not road trip, I'm sorry, win streak. So we had the road trip at Bryant. Then we played a homestand against Sacred Heart, in which we split. And then we played another homestand against LIU, in which we split. So it was after that last LIU game where Alex had hit an actual pull-up jump shot to win the game, and we started rolling. It was there when I realized, okay, like, what, what, we're, what we're actually going up against. And it's like... All right, it ain't about scoring 20 points. It's not about scoring 10 assists. It's about the keeping the culture together and realizing what we're doing, locking on our game plans. So I feel like I had to learn early, and that's kind of rare. I guess you would say for a freshman, you know, it's kind of rare, but I, I had to learn early, and I feel like learning early, and I'm still learning, but learning early and then having the guys that I have behind me 
to teach me and show me the right way and that were already bought into the culture, it did nothing but help me because I feel like this is a place where you have to buy in or it's like, it's like, like, what are you, what are you doing here? Like not, not to be rude or anything, but it's just like this type of place is the culture that I keep, that I keep bringing up. It's about winning and it's about, it's about being together. It's about toughness. So I really, I really had to realize what toughness was. And I feel like that, that started while I was a freshman. Well, I definitely think, you know, you're not going to believe it until you see it. Right. And I think that was when a moment for you, you really saw it in, 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 in the physical sense. And you said, oh, I know what everyone is now talking about. And, and, and you clearly took with, took that and ran with it. Right. I mean, go on to have a big freshman year and then you've carried that all the way up until today. So I think it's great that you've been able to, to build a really great career for yourself at Wagner and Delani. It's been great to get you on the show today, my friend, before I let you go, just one last little question. And I want to hear just kind of this, this, you know, it was a a moment for you, a realization, if you will, as to when you had the epiphany that you could play basketball at the division one level. So for you, when did that light bulb go off and you said, you know what, I can play basketball at the division one level. Um, well, honestly, I wouldn't say, I would say it would start as a, as a younger kid. Cause I was always the, the, the smallest, you know? So I'm always the smallest guy. So I'm always going on the court and it's always like he's looking over, he's looking over the littlest guy or anything. So I wouldn't say that's when it started at the division one level, but that's when like confidence really like was stood out to me. Cause it's like, okay, like I don't care how small I am. I'm not just going to keep letting guys just walk over me or just think they can do whatever they want. So I would say when I got to, to middle school, about seventh grade, shout out to coach blue and coach uh, Gerald. It was, it just realized that like, they push you to your to a certain potential that you that you didn't think you can reach, and once you reach that potential, it's like all right, you keep going. Now I'm in eighth grade. Now I know about college a little bit. Now I'm in the ninth grade. Now I know about college a little bit more. So it's like hold up, all right. Now the coaches that that have set me up from now, and then the coaches that I keep getting transformed into, it's like all right, they all had the same agenda. It's like to get you to the highest level, but to s- sustain at being at that level. So it was like I just shout out all my coaches, but I really think. It started around the seventh grade where I started to learn about college and the divisions that it is, like how you can't sleep on on a D2 or a D3. You know what I'm saying? So I never really I, I always thought I could play D1, but it's like, yeah, at that at that level of seventh grade, it's like, okay, like you can actually you be you may actually be able to do something on that level if you just keep your head down and you keep working. That's all that's all that's how I felt. Well, you definitely Kept your head down and worked all the way to where you were at today, my friend. And it's uh, obviously really paid off for you. Good luck the rest of the season. Stay well, stay healthy. Would love to get you back on down the road again and just to hear a little update on the season. And again, thanks so much for stopping by today. Of course. Appreciate you for having me. I would love to be back on the show. Thank you. And there he goes, Delani Hunt, another fantastic episode today, everyone. Thanks for joining me here on the bench. Be sure to keep following and subscribing to Ride in the Pine on Apple and Spotify, and keep following on Twitter at Ride the Pine 20 RTP, all capital, Instagram at Riding underscore the underscore pine underscore, and on TikTok as well at Riding the Pine, all lowercase. For all of the latest updates on episodes and content to come, all 283 episodes are out now. Keep leaving those ratings and reviews. And again, folks, keep your eyes and ears open for some more guests that are coming out down the road but also folks just a little update we are still working on the newsletter a couple new things that we want to add some things that we want to take out so just keep your eyes and ears open for when the new newsletters start coming out with some new topics as well but once again everyone thanks so much for tuning in today and until next time on Ride in the pine keep on sitting the bench with me <laughs>